Okay, so we're hitting play. Okay, it's time. It's time for another one. Um, so today I have Ashton. I don't even know your last name. Is that ridiculous? No. What is it? I don't. It's not like public information, dude. It's really. not. Well, well, because I was trying to think what your Instagram says. It it doesn't. Oh, yeah. so my Instagram says Ash Ten Queen, and people think that that's how you spell my my name. Is A S H T E N. Oh. But it's only that way because of Tennessee. And oh, Nellie's you, middle name is Queen. That. So I just. Oh my gosh. Put them all together. Stop. Dude, you're fascinating. Wait. Her middle name is Queen. Stop. Mm-hmm. I Someone, love that. Alyssa was like, What's Nellie's like, middle name? And I was like, Queen. And she's like, No, her real middle name. And I was like, No, no. It's. It's queen. definitely Queen. That's why. Dude, that is bougie queen. and bad. Does she love her middle name herself? Um, I think she does. I don't know if she like. She doesn't really know. Understands yeah. like to the fullest extent mm-hmm. that she's mm-hmm. a literal queen, but well, and I don't think it's on it. your your TikTok either. No, um, my TikTok I think is, or actually I don't know honestly. I don't remember. Name? I don't remember the names. I just remember, and I don't think I have you on Facebook. And I made sure once I asked you to come on the podcast, I didn't really stalk you very much anymore. <laughs> But, okay, Facebook. so what is your last name? Okay, so my last name is Staley. Ooh, S. I'm, S, yeah. That's almost like Stanley. People always freaking call me Ashton You can cuss. Stanley. It's okay. Um, but, no, it's Staley. And I'm literally not related to anybody in Farmington with the last name Staley. Everyone always says, like, oh, are you related to so-and-so? And I'm like, nah. Dude, I didn't even know. No. I don't know anybody in Farmington, really. Dude, is is that where up. you're from? You're, so you're from there, and then you stayed there, and you let you. So I'm born and raised in Farmington. Um, lived there my whole life. Right out of high school, I got married and moved to Denver. Oh. Got pregnant. Said I want my mom. Stop. <laughs> moved back. Yeah, and then um, fast forward, had our second baby. COVID hit. Moved to Phoenix on a whim because that's what. Way too hot there. You know what? I loved it. That's Did you? That's the one thing I loved about Phoenix. I My skin thrives in, like, mm. hot-ass weather, like yeah. sweat. and That's so yucky. But Well, I do love – actually, my husband is from Phoenix, and so we went to visit there. I had never really been there before him that I can think of. We went there in the summertime, so, like, in July, like, the first time, like, we went to visit his mom in Anthem. And we went to Starbies at 7 o'clock in the morning, and it was 93 degrees. And so my Colorado ass, I was like, dude, somebody get me out of here. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, And then as, like, the day went on, it got hotter and hotter and hotter, and I was, like, I hated it. I know a lot of people hate it, and they hate being sweaty, but I love it. How long did you live there for? Um, About a year, and then that's – Okay, nope. What? We're gonna rewind the timeline. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna circle back around there. Okay, so remember the other day I told you I was like, did I have something to tell you? But I'm not gonna tell you because it's got to be authentic, uh-huh. right? It's got to be real. Uh-huh. So before I even knew that you were friends with Maddie or like anybody, so when the TikTok came out during the pandemic, my I think Rylan was my oldest son was like ten, I think three years ago, 2020, right or 2021 was yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. So he was like, Mom, can I get a TikTok? And I was like, what the, what the fuck is TikTok? Like, I had no idea. So I download the TikToks, and I see what TikTok is, and I was like, absolutely not. You cannot have it. But I kept it on my phone. Like, my best friend and I, Callie, we kept it on our phones. So you came across my For You page before I even knew what a For You page, like, was. Yeah. So I feel like, well, because you had, how long have you had a TikTok? 
since, since then? TikTok's been a thing. Okay. I immediately became obsessed with TikTok. So I don't know. It, it's funny to think you probably lived in, were you in Arizona when you made your TikTok? Mm -hmm. How, dude, this is going to get crazy. So you're on my TikTok and I was like, dude, this, I thought you were famous. I dead ass, <laughs> I dead ass thought you were famous, right? So I saw all your stuff. I didn't like go and follow you on like Instagram or anywhere else. Like I just saw you on, on TikTok. So I saw all your stuff all the time. And so then we fast forward like two years or a year and a half to like when I opened the studio. And you came to a class oh with – Oh, God, Maddie. You came to a class with Maddie. Was I teaching or was Maddie teaching? Maddie was teaching. And okay. if you remember anything about that class, I'm embarrassed for myself. No, I don't because Maddie killed us. Maddie, if you're listening, we die. I was dying in the I'll back I'll never corner. do another spin class yes. in my goddamn life. Was that your first one? It was my first one and my last one. Audacity. Oh, it, my God. It, I was I hung over. That. And you know what? I was hung over, so maybe that's why. But also, wow. I felt like I feel like I'm pretty athletic, and I've done all the things, and I Well, to be fair, though, Maz was like a whole other beast, though, on the spin bike, and like in a very different, like in a good way, you in know? In the best way, yeah. but I still can't wrap my mind around how people – do spin class. Yeah. It's good for your joints. I like the dark room and the loud oh, music. Oh, my God. No. I love the music. but Yeah, the loud, fun stuff. But, yeah, Matt's – that class also was, like, extra hard. And I th wasn't – I think she was hungover, too. Yeah, yeah, we all went out there. Yeah, before. okay. I Didn't you guys get home, like, late? Like, um, like yeah. late, late? Yeah. And she was, like – I love that she didn't text me and say, hey, can you teach my class? I got She hungover. literally told us that night, like, I have to teach a spin class, and you bitches are coming with me, Stop. so let's – Let's play this night the right way. And we were like, we don't care. You're like, no, never mind. And then fast forward to that morning, I was like, what is this foreign object under my legs? I can't, I couldn't even like move the pedals. I knew oh how to ride a bike, God. but I couldn't do it. When I you didn't have spin shoes, like you were, I remember you were in the back row. <laughs> I do, I definitely remember you in the back row. With my, with my head down. Yeah. I, so I remember like all of the things, but I remember when, like, cause Maddie introduced me to you. And I was like, dude, I know this bitch from somewhere. I was like, where do I know her from? <laughs> like, I couldn't – I just couldn't figure it out. I was like, okay, well, I don't know. She's great. Love her. And then I continued, like, to see you on TikTok. And so then I was like, I'm going to follow her on Instagram. Mm. So I went to the Instagram. And I think it was at the time where you were doing, like, sharing all the pink stuff. Oh, like, in your kitchen. I think that's when the obsession started. Dude, and I was like, I think her and I are, like, meant to be. Like, do you want to be my friend? I was like, man, I really wish she lived here. Still had no idea, like, who you were. So I think I added you on, like, your pri your personal Instagram mm -hmm. page. And then I saw one day, like, a random day that you were tagged in something with Maddie. Mm. And I was like, wait a second. I thought she was famous. <laughs> and, you know, because I thought you oh, were, stop. like, I thought you were, like, famous, like, California famous, <laughs> you know, like, you were, like, a housewife or something. So uh then I was like, wait a second. So then I went on, like, this deep dive, and I was like, dude, I, I met her. <laughs> And so my girl crush was just like 10. I, never in my life, I don't think, I'm, I hope I don't offend anybody by saying this. I don't think I've ever said it, but you've been my girl crush for like three years, bro. Three years. You're and making so, me blush. Stop. I know. I know. Those things are so funny. But that also was why I was like, okay, you make being a single mom and a mom, like you make it look glamorous. Oh. And you and I both know that it it's not. It is not It's glamorous. like not even... Like, on the surface of that. And so, like, as I got to be around you and, like, watch things more, you know, because I feel like social media is, like, a – it's, like, a wonderland. It's like, a different world. Yeah. Like, some pe – it, and it has always been a place where people share the happy. Like, that was, like, ultimately what it's designed for, right? 
But I think as we've had it more and more, it's where we like compare ourselves Mm -hmm. or it turns into like that ugly thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But you don't do that. You don't share just like the glamorous side of it that even keeping the chill saying it out loud, I'm saying it about you. It, you just make it look like, look, this is hard, but it is still what I have to do. Mm -hmm. This is my life. And like, I'm going to share the whole alphabet with you and like everything that's going on and not just the good stuff, you know, because the hard stuff is what helps you get through things and other people and like being authentic about it. Well, it it makes me happy that you think that because sometimes I'm like, wow, I overshare and people probably think I'm the most annoying bitch on the planet. No, but I, yeah, I think that's our mind. Yeah. And then I come back to reality and I'm like, I'm not posting for anybody but me, like, yeah. I need to stay focused on this is my life. Yeah. And if you want to watch it, you can. If but you don't, then if don't. If you don't and you have an opinion, yeah. I think whatever. sometimes we get in our own, like our own heads because we, it feels like, oh my gosh. I, the other day I was thinking to myself, man, like all of my haters. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, bitch, name one that you have. Like name one person that has ever said anything yeah. like negative. I personally, I just haven't really experienced that. I have had one person who said something um, a couple weeks ago. I don't remember what it was. And then I blasted him, and that was fun. So I was like, well, if you're going to be like a mean girl, you know. Um, But I think that's like something too is that most people watching you, you really just inspire them and like make them feel good and happy. But because people aren't necessarily saying that like every Mm -hmm. single time, you overthink that like a little – as women, sometimes we just get – well, crazy up yeah. in that noggin, you know? It's annoying, especially on a certain mm-hmm. time of the month, for Yeah. sure. Oh, God, I don't miss that. I don't miss that oh, time. Oh, lucky you. I know, I know. Um, I had a hysterectomy. Dude, that was the best money I've ever spent in my entire life. If you get a hysterectomy, though, you can't have babies, right? Am I just dumb? Yes. No, okay, yeah. that's – yeah, they take out your um, – I have no uterus. You know, no, I, that sounds con. glamorous, but I, as much as I love, like, being on my own, I, I, I still want babies. You want some more babies? How many more? No, I just like loved. I love that. The I not the idea. I loved being pregnant. Yeah, and I love like I love raising babies. Yeah. I just it's the coolest. Well, you're good thing at it. Oh, thanks. You're good at it. I just don't know that I'm there yet. Then no, you're not even close to there. Well, how old are you, or how young are you? <sighs> you don't have to say the exact numbers, but like I'm like my late twenties. Okay, that's that that'll work. So yeah, yeah you still have plenty of time. I I'm know. older than that. I'm going to be 35 next month. That's so, not, but to me, time. that's like still close to me. So we're uh, in the same Totally. Boat. Yeah. But your boys are older. And that's, that's right. part of it too. Like yeah. Nellie is six, Tennessee is three. Like not only am I getting older, my girls are getting older. Yeah. And I can't, sometimes I'm like, well, I shouldn't think so far in the future, but I'm like, well, I can't have babies when they're like grown. Yeah. You know, then. Well, I think you just want, you have a certain image of how you want you your do. life to be. Absolutely. And your kids. And you and see social media and you're yeah. like, oh, I will never have that. Yeah. So I just won't have anything. But well, I. Well, that's also, that's also the hard thing about just Durango and Farmington in general is the dating pool is not like. I don't even. Wild you know ride. what? I've never. I'm not even in the Stop. dating world. You don't do like the Tinder no, or the Bumble. I've never done it. Oh my God. I, one thing, like, it's so weird, this, like, place in my life or this time in my life is I long for, like, a completed family, so, like, a husband and, you know, maybe more babies, maybe not, but for sure a husband. It's fucking lonely out here. Absolutely, yeah. But it has to be organic. Like, 
I don't know if it's the freaking love movie addict in me that I just I refuse to get on a dating app and meet. Dude, somebody. I love that. I want to walk into a coffee shop and someone walk up to me and say, like the "Old school, you're the most beautiful Stop! person, and I, <laughs> I want to buy that. your coffee." And what do you drink? And then the rest is history. Yeah. I know that's probably not going to happen, but well, I just I know that's that not true. I'm, it could happen. It could, and I'm just not like in a place where I'm ready to actively put in time because my babies take all my time. Yeah. So why would it? It wouldn't really be fair to like actively try to be in a dating app or actively try to find a boyfriend when I literally cannot give them the time yeah. of day right now. You're busy. You're busy raising your babies. I'm busy. So let's go – we'll go back to um, high school because that's where you met the girls' is. Yes. What do we? What do you want to call him? Uh, you can call him by Respectfully. <laughs> you, do you want to say his yes. name? Are you sure? Or actually, you know what? That's actually a good yeah. point. I don't know if he would want me to say his the, name. Let's say the baby children's dad. Baby daddy? There we go. Uh, yeah. Is that tacky? No, I'm but some mama. people don't like – yes, you are, girl. I'm not okay. a – I don't know. We're actually on the coolest terms right now. So oh, that's amazing. We're healthy. I just – I don't know how many people are going to listen to that's this. That's exactly it. Mostly so, everybody I feel like that knows me, though, knows who he is, and he's a great person. We're just so much better now separately, raising babies separately than we ever could have been together. together. We'll just call but, him the girls' dad. Yeah, sure. We'll just do that. That's so we'll go is. back to – let's go back to high school. Yeah. Is that where you guys school, met? I was 15. Stop. I, he was my first boyfriend. Oh, so my gosh. He was my first everything. Man, <laughs> those ones I, are the hardest. I guess I think so. Yeah, that they was, are. It was an emotional tie that I had in my head. You know, back to the romance movie type person, I was like, oh, I, I can't ever be with someone else. Yeah. It's a one-time thing. Well, it's also like a generational thing. I was like, yeah. that was the a way very I was big too. thing. Yeah, yeah it's very sure. big. And I think that's another reason why I'm very vocal about – that part of my life yeah. is I want other people to know that it's okay to get a divorce. Yeah. I wouldn't even call it a mistake. Like, it's okay to make mistakes, but like, I don't it's think it was that. a mistake because my babies, but it's okay to say, this is actually not what I want. And um, I don't know what I want, but I know it's not this. Well, the whole like point of all of this too is that back when I got divorced and back when I had Rylan, when I was, you know, really young nobody around me was doing that mm -mm. nobody in my family had been divorced I didn't know anybody who had mm -mm. been married and divorced like personal mm -hmm. and so I think people our age millennials maybe a little bit younger or older like just in that kind of realm the world that we grew up in and the world that we got married in is so different and so mm -hmm. people did say like oh my gosh you, you can't do this or it was this mistake and it's like no it was just a a stage of my phase of my story mm -hmm. and my life mm -hmm. and so sharing it I like whenever you go to google like a side effect of like you know something sick or like when I found out I had ADHD I literally googled like normal people with ADHD because I wanted a photo of someone who was pretty that had it because mm -hmm. my mind was like well you can't have this because now you're not normal anymore yeah so it's like our mind setting a resemblance yeah yeah, you know, that's like so correct. But for me, it was more of I wanted to be the only person in my gosh dang family or even in my life that just stayed married. Like I – it was the opposite for me. Every single person in my family was divorced. And I was oh, a product wow. of divorced parents. And it was not awful, but it wasn't the best. Yeah. And I just refused 
once I had kids, I was like, this is not going to happen. Yeah. I will be miserable for 18 years if I have to be. I'm going to keep it together. I'm going to keep it together for them. And they deserve to have parents that are married. They deserve to have both parents at every sporting event. They just deserve it. And then I woke up one day or many days and I just was like, they also deserve like happy mama. Yeah. You know, like I cannot, it wasn't even like I could have done the 18 years. I could have put myself aside for 18 years, but it was more of they actually deserve way more than that. And I couldn't give that while staying with somebody for 18 years. Yeah. But yeah, so going back, sorry, I think I keep getting off track. No, it's okay. We'll do that a million times. Yeah, high school, I was 15 when I started dating him. I was just so young that like, and he was my first boyfriend. Like I didn't even, I was very, very active growing up. Like I played every sport in the book. I, when I met him, I was a soccer player. I was a dancer. Did he play sports too? No. He played baseball and he raced motor or dirt bikes. Yeah. Motocross. Motocross. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then he had like a really bad accident right before I met him. I didn't even know him whenever he had the accident. He actually almost died. Oh my and so it caused him to not be able to like do anything. He was like in a wheelchair forever. And then like after that, he just couldn't like do anything. I mean, he could wow. like do things. Yeah. He didn't go back to like playing sports. And then he actually moved to my high school. And then that's how I met him. And then, yeah, we started dating and then I quit dance and I was like, fast forward to being a senior. I was looking at colleges. I wanted to go to college in Denver and play soccer. We toured the college, my mom and I, we toured a bunch of colleges and I just was like, yeah, this is cool, but I don't really want to do it. Like, I don't really want to go to college. I just kind of want to get married. Yeah. Which That's is, crazy. Thinking back, I don't yeah. know why I said that. Like, I really don't think I actually gave it the full thought process. I like, was I? That's it's that's coherent? an interesting. I don't know. Were you around people who thought that like getting married that young was like what you do? Or? I think, I think maybe like my parental influence had something Something to to do do with with that like i don't honestly that's another thing about me is i don't remember shit for shit i I, like have so much memory loss and like i don't know if that i haven't been through a whole lot of trauma but for some reason i don't you just like repress certain things and it just is what it is And one thing i just i just don't remember like what i was thinking i don't think i actually thought i think i was just so young yeah and And in love and in love young love is very different too because it's like it's kind of and I mean this respectful. It's kind of like dumb love. It's stupid. Like it's just you. It makes you really dumb, and you don't know that until you're like literally an adult. Now I'm blind. Yeah. To like I'm like, was I even in love? Like that sounds so awful to say, but I don't even think I actually was in love ever. Like I yeah. just was. Everything was on the surface. Like I didn't deep dive into myself. I didn't even know myself. So I went from like a really strict household where I was not necessarily controlled, but I was, it was strict and yeah. I was a, a rule follower. And so I didn't really think a lot for myself. And I, I got into a relationship with him and he was a very dominant, still is a very dominant person, like not controlling. I don't think just like dominant. And I just wasn't dominant. Yeah. I just was like, sure, I'll do whatever. Like, I don't like being controlled, but I just, but whatever, making decisions. Laid back too. Yeah, I was yeah. so laid back because I was so used to just like following the rules. And then once I got out, I realized like, well, 
in the middle of being married, I kind of was like, what am I doing? Like, I don't make any decisions for myself. I don't even know who I am. Yeah. And that happened after kids because, you know, your mind changes. So much changes when and you have I kids. Just, I couldn't ignore, like, the fact that I was literally living a lie. Yeah. I, I just knew I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. I wasn't, I wasn't happy. And th- I think that's why now I'm just so, like, I don't give a single fuck. I'm yeah. going to do whatever the hell I want. I mean, I'm not crazy. It takes a lot of growth for that, though. It's like you're – I think that means like you're going to do what you want for yourself to be the most authentic you. Yeah. Like not necessarily like wiling out downtown. No, literally. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. But that takes a lot of growth and pain, pain, heartbreak. For sure. For sure. It was like a trauma bond. Yeah. Trying to get rid of that. And it took a long time. Yeah. so you guys moved to Phoenix together, and that's where the were the girls born in Phoenix. Together? So no, um, right out of high school we got married. Like literally, I graduated in twenty fourteen. We got married in twenty fifteen. Um, and was that in Farmington? Or wait, is that right? Yes, or actually Durango. Oh, Hesperus came you over know. to the bright side yeah. to the mountains. I've always wanted to be here. Literally, it's the I best. used to always say like, that's crazy, and now here you are. You know, actually, something I need to say on the podcast is. <laughs> Say I've it. always had, like, I used to always say, I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids. I want to be alone forever. I want to live in, like, the middle of nowhere in the mountains or by a beach or both. I wanted to have, like, a million houses. You know, we all do. Of course. I wanted to be in the mountains. Like, I want, I still want a house with a giant gate where, like, you have to drive a mile to even get to my house yeah. from the road. And I want neighbors. Um. And then for some reason, I was the first out of all of my friends to have a boyfriend and get married, have kids. And now that I have my babies and I'm divorced, I'm still trying to like pull back to yeah. that original Figure that dream. out, yeah. Like how well, do I you're get like there? Kind of there. Kind of. In its own, I, in its own small thank sense. Thank God for the Thurston's. <laughs> yeah. You kind of are like you're, you're also, I think like you have girls. So you're trying to figure out like, okay, what does this look like to be absolutely strong for them but also where do we the three of us want to go like where is that yeah and well and another thing that i've just recently figured out is like you can't just do whatever the hell you want because your kids have to go to school yeah and that's hard because i unless you homeschool them but oh hell that's i i I did that during the pandemic and that is not no i wish i could do that yeah i lose my shit i just don't um i need a break like, I think of myself, and so I have never been the person that could stay with my kids 24-7. So, like – I'm with my kids 24-7, though. That's I, why – Yeah, I just couldn't – I couldn't do School is that. a break. And when – yes, exactly. Like, a good, healthy, all day, like, take a break. Uh-huh. During the pandemic, because we lived out here where the cell phone, like, the internet is not the best because mm. you have that, like, high-speed-for-you thing. Um and I just remember, like, the frustrations of even just the internet during homeschooling. I was like, this is not the life for me. And some people make it look so easy and so glamorous, and I love that, and it's not for me. You know, I think it's because some people grow up, and that's, like, their literal dream and yeah. goal in life is to just be that homestead mom, yeah. and I love that for them. And I wish that was me, but, you yeah, know, me. that was never my – it was not in my plan. Me either. And, uh, no. Like, No. <laughs> I think, too, what really, like, attracts me to you is that I, like, I think I was talking with with someone else, too. I kind of miss being 
like a single mom. Oh, like for I, sure. I really miss the days where like my boys would come into my bed at like midnight and like oh one gosh. and then the next one would come in there. Like not that they couldn't do that now, but like, you know, they're also I have a teenager and almost 10 year old. So like they're not, they're not babies anymore. Yeah. And, and so someone one else of, is in your bed now. Exactly. And so it's a very interesting like role. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I miss those days sometimes. But I also know how hard they are. You know, they are – so, okay, well, let's get into the, like, single mom life. So okay. you so you guys moved to Phoenix, and then you – did you come back here after your divorce? No. So I – we were in Phoenix. The girls and I were in Phoenix with him for about a year. No, it was not even a year. So we, we moved there during the pandemic um, in, like, June or July. The pandemic started in, like, March. Yeah, right? in March. Yeah. So we had – a dance studio and like you owned I one? owned one what yeah How did I not know this about you I don't really like talk about it I don't that know is why. so cool yeah, yeah you should talk about that well it's because um like dance is obviously I it's a huge part of my life it's I can see that girls. it is for the girls yeah and I try so hard not to like push it on them I think it's in their DNA I'd like to think it's in their DNA yeah DNA at least and they love it as much as I do because I know I push it but I I try not to be that parent that's yeah like you know, but yeah, I um, I bought a dance studio the year before COVID. Oh my god! Gave it a shot. I this is like I hope nobody takes this the wrong way, but I hated it. I yeah. hated it. it Why? Took the, it took the passion out for me, mm. like dealing with the business aspect, the business side of hard. it, yeah. and being married to someone who is just so like um, assertive, and yeah. I'm just such a laid back person. Even like now that I'm have to make decisions and rules I'm still so laid back my mom even's like dude you're a little bit too chill but I it was really difficult because he wanted to run the business one way I wanted to run it a different way I was on the everyday like floor situation like all day every day I was there I was dealing with people every day he wanted to be like he wanted to run it you know like successfully and I just couldn't it was hard and I just wanted to dance (laughs) I wanted to teach dance I wanted to be around dance dancers and I wanted my girls to grow up dancing there but you also have to pay your bills that was hard so then COVID hit and I was like this is my ticket out I am closing (laughs) and done COVID oh my god and yeah I it was honestly like COVID took a huge hit on all of us but it was a blessing for me because I was able to be like no this was you didn't have to stress about it you could just close that door like I just didn't it was tough and I was dealing with so much. Like, not only did I have that, I was still doing photography. I was pregnant with Tennessee. Um, I think I might have even been working at Starbucks still at the time and bartending. Oh, my gosh. While their dad also decided, I mean, I don't know how to put this nicely, but he kind of, <laughs> like, left me during that, too. Oh, good. When I was, like, eight months pregnant. And he was like, oh, I don't really know if this is what I want to do. And I was like, well, which – he just had the balls to say it. I yeah. just was like, what do you mean? Right. I'm pregnant. We have a business or like two and a baby. When you're and going like, with emotions of life too, yeah. and hormones. And- I just, and I still was holding on to that false idea that like, we can't get a divorce. What yeah. do you mean? We're fine. We're perfectly we happy. We're not fine. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so COVID hit and then. He was like, dude, I hate it here. That was another thing. He hated Farmington. I mean, honestly, I did too. I just right. couldn't admit it to myself. Yeah. I just wasn't thinking for myself. I was, I don't know, man. And my my family's there and I, 
so tied to my mom and my I mean, I want to say my whole family, but it's my mom. Yeah. I could well, that's not. great. She's my best friend. She had me when she was really young, so we're not, like, close in age, yeah. but we're only 16 years apart. Yeah. So we grow up together, and she's my best friend, and I just – he always wanted to leave, and I was like, but my mom, my mom. And he's like, dude, who cares? And I'd be like, I do. So, yeah, um, pandemic, he was like, nothing is tying us here. Why don't we just move to Phoenix? And I was like, Okay. That young love, too, is like, no, you know. No, we were not in love at that point. He just was the, he made the rules. And, and so that's I what was, you did. That's what we did. Oh, my gosh. And that was another thing in our marriage. He was like, dude, like, the man is the man of the house, and you are not. And I'd be like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I am a person, too. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm so freaking terrified. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but being in a marriage, like, I don't want to be in a marriage like that. Yeah. I know some marriage that works, like. The man is that has to be your vibe though if you're the woman you have to really want i am not because i am also not like look i will i will cut a bitch it's a no for me but i think too you probably didn't really know like what were you gonna do then you know you're really experiencing those things at a really young age you guys are moving you're pregnant like those are a lot of factors for someone who's barely just graduated high school Uh when you when you think back now like knowing how many years ago that was you were like what happened uh-huh. you know well and i was never alone yeah and that's why i'm so obsessed with being alone is like i i will preach it from the freaking rooftops like it's okay to be alone like please do not feel the need to go start a family right away because i was never able to grow up and so we tried to grow up together and it just like it just our ideas of life and goals and marriage and life yeah and raising babies it was just different and it always had been different and you know it really started i started to know that that was a thing whenever we had nelly like our i just like my view on raising a family was so different than his and i just still held on to that idea that like we cannot get divorced we have to make this right it just wasn't working just was two people who that, I think that's also really hard when you have different visions of what your family looks like. Yeah. Like that's almost like, you know, to one person who wants to have kids and one person who doesn't. Uh-huh. How do you change those views? Like you essentially don't. No. You just kind of don't make it work, mm-hmm. you know? So then you moved back here. Did he move back here too? So we moved to Phoenix um, and me and the girls were there for six months-ish. And then December of twenty. 2020 Tennessee had just turned one December 12th we moved literally three days after Christmas the 28th oh my gosh we got into like a really big fight and I just like something just hit me and I called my mom and I was like I'm coming home I need you to come pick me up because I didn't have a car I didn't have a phone it was a really bad fight yeah didn't have a phone I didn't have any money I didn't even have a debit card and my mom's like, honey, um, I'm six hours away. What do you want me to do? And I was like sobbing to her. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I can't make get a decision. Me. I just want to be home. I don't want to be here anymore. So she rented a car for me, figured out how to get the car to me. She like oh, wow. literally called and was like, go pick up my daughter yeah. <laughs> and my two grandbabies. And she doesn't even have anything. Just go pick her up. And the shuttle service picked us up. I had like two boxes and a diaper bag. Oh my god! And um, 
we went back to the rental place and I didn't even know, like, I didn't know anything. I had been like, I didn't pay a single bill. I didn't even know how much bills were. I just like, I got to the rental place and they're like asking me these questions. And I'm like, just call my mom. I don't know. Like, I literally don't have an answer for you. Yeah. And I'm sobbing. My two babies are right there. They're asking all the questions because they're so smart. And they're like, what's going on? Where are we going? Why are we driving this car? Who are they? Why do you have our two boxes? Why is, and I didn't, I just sobbed. And it was in that moment that I was like, you know what? I just have to be real to my kids and say like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to do this either, but we're going to do it together. (laughs) That makes me want to cry. It makes me want to cry too. And now we're here. Yeah. Did it's you guys, cool. did you move like in with your parents? I moved into my mom's house, yeah. And, oh God, those were the most difficult days of my whole life, I would say probably, because I just hit a wall and I was like, you have to do it. Like, there's no way out. It's through. And, yeah. you, and you also have two babies right here watching you, so you cannot go back and forth. Like, you've got to just do it. And... um so yeah, I saved up $3,500 and I bought my car. I found it in Denver, wow. bought my car in January, brought it home. And then I just, I didn't want to work because I was a photographer. That was all I knew how to do. Yeah. I didn't want to go get a job because I couldn't afford daycare. So my mom's like, what are you going to do? Like, you can't live here forever. And I was like, I don't want to tell anybody that I'm here. Like, I don't right. want to post about photos and then everyone's going to know and then I have to talk about it. And she was like, uh, you don't have a choice. Like, you, people are going to find out it's a small town. Yeah. And so it's And he's going to tell people. So, and, you know. Well, and social media is a thing. And people knew that I was here and he was there. And it just sucked. It was awful. And going through something like that while you're active on social media, like, I just, it was stupid. And, um, yeah, it snowed one day in Farmington, and I was like, fine, I'll just post that I'll do, like, a snow day mini shoot for, like, 150 bucks, and people booked it. Like, a couple, like, six or seven just came and met me at the park down by my mom's house oh, wow. and paid for me to take photos. I had my two babies while they played in the snow and built snowmen, and then that was, like, I just had to tell people, like, please please book me for photos so that yeah. I can figure this out. So I can survive. Yeah. And yeah. so I did. I started saving money. I found a house um, in Farmington for rent. It was so expensive. It was literally like $1,500 a month. And I oh was like, God. fuck it. I'm not living in my mom's house anymore. I'll just make it work. I think I was able to save like $3,000. And I put all of it into that house. Like you have to pay first month, last month, deposit, all of the things. And it was like $4,500. So I must have had that much saved up. Oh, my gosh. And I gosh. just did it. I didn't even have enough to pay the next month's rent. I just did it. I went and did my utilities. And then I just basically was like, it has to work. And if it doesn't, well, I guess I – Go back. Well, that wasn't even an option. So I just was like, it has to work. Yeah. And it did. It just magically for almost a year, I was able to make at least like $2,000 to cover my house and my – didn't have a car payment but insurance and you know utilities and food and then it just started to like people booked me and I was booking the most weddings I ever had and it was like reassuring to me that I mean whatever you believe in God the universe whatever 
is looking out for you. Yeah. If you do the right thing, just trust that like this is gonna be okay. And you have to you have to work. You have to do the work too. Mm-hmm. You know you have to you have to put that work in every day uh-huh. while also being heartbroken. Uh-huh. You know there's those two dynamics. Like a lot of people I think don't realize that. And I I feel like I've said this so much like in the past couple of weeks, but strong women aren't literally just they you don't wake up that way, right? No. You you had to do all of those things. You had to leave for the right choice for yourself, for your kids, for him, for mm-hmm. for everybody. So that was a choice you had to make. You could have made a different one, but you had to make the right choice, and it was a hard one. And so it was the hardest. It one. is the hardest one, and then continuing to move forward. Not going, taking 10 steps back and then starting over again. And so as you then are saving up money and doing all this other stuff, you're also raising two kids mm-hmm. that you don't want to see you break down because it's not like you weren't doing that. Like no, I'm sure that sure. was happening a lot of times. Yeah. And so it's like I remember those breakdowns are like the most painful things because you're figuring out who am I mm-hmm. as a mom now as a single woman mm-hmm. and a divorced woman. So those are like they're like three individual like labels of themselves, their own, whatever. Grammar gets away from me sometimes, yeah, you know? I, I feel it. I'm, I just think that it's a more powerful thing too, like that we even give like for ourselves mm-hmm. or like, well, you know, I just had to do it. And it like you said, and I almost, I almost interrupted you and said something, but I didn't because I don't want to be rude. But, like, it didn't magically happen. Like, you worked hard for that. Like, you did that. Mm-hmm. You did that by believing in yourself. And so that is what makes you so strong is, like, you didn't have a choice. You moved forward and you did it and you put in the work. Mm-hmm. And so you continue that. And so now you get to tell your girls, like, that's the story that you have for yourself is that you built yourself broken. That literally just came out of my mouth. That was How great. magical was that? How cool. That's, like – that is like the whole point is that a lot of people think that getting divorced and being a single mom is like, I cannot tell you how many people have literally told me, I wish I could have some time off for my kids, mm-hmm. you know, because my kids go back and forth. And I'm like, look, you wouldn't pay money to have this life actually because it's it's not fun to have to split holidays and, and things like that. I lucked out though. He still lives in Scottsdale. Right, so right. So I don't have to share. Um, which is so cool. I mean, yeah. I still have my days where I'm like, oh my God, some help would be cool because I'm going to lose my shit, you know? Well, but that's a whole other category is you do it mostly by your by yourself. Like you have your village, right? Like you have your mom and your family, but you also have them by yourself. And so there's that other part of that that is also really hard. You make all the hard decisions mm-hmm. by yourself. And as they get older, those decisions are very different than when your kids are younger. Mm-hmm. Like those decisions. That's a podcast for another day, you know? Um, nervous. So I just think there's, like, something to be said, and it's, like, continuing to you figuring out what you want to do. And do you still want to stay in Durango in the mountains? Oh, absolutely. I still wish I could have all the money in the world and just have a house by the beach also. And I'm sure at some point that will come. Yeah, well. At this point – I'm not worried about making all the money. I'm just worried about being happy. Yeah. Because I am really, truly happy. And I, for 25 years, 24 years, I wasn't. I mean, obviously there was happy moments. But well, of course. For 24 years, I feel like I can confidently say I was not living 
my life and I was not living for me. And yeah, I just... And I think falling in love when you finally love yourself is very different. Oh, I'm sure. Like when you know who you are and what you want and... That's part of it also too is... I say this all the time. I feel like it should be my motto. I have no idea what the hell I want. I just know what the heck I don't want. Yeah. Like, I'm just living I love that. that. Because people ask me all the time, like, well, what's your plan? And, well, what do you want to do with your life? And I'm like, I don't freaking know. Yeah. I just know the things I don't want to do. I don't think you have to have a plan. You just get to be happy. Yeah. And well, live and your I best think life. that goes to, we'll just go with the flow. And if some, Prince Charming comes. Into the coffee shop. Yeah. Oh, my God. I That's love my that. That's thing, though. It's coffee. It has Dude, to happen at a coffee shop. It has to. But which one are you going to go to? We're just going to have to go to a mall. Uh-huh. You can't go in the drive-thru. I don't even go into coffee shops anymore. Like, unless I'm actually doing something or studying, I literally will go through the drive-thru. I don't even go in. I know. If I, I – I enjoy going and getting coffee. Me and Ten will go get coffee after we drop off, drop off Nellie in the morning. And so they – which one is older? Nellie. And how old is she? Six. Yep. And Tennessee is three. So they're three years apart. Mm-hmm. Almost they're, exactly. Are they best friends? They are the best. Their videos. Best friends. You posted one the other day, and I they were it was when you got back from the dancing competition, oh. and I was dying at oh, the, yeah. like like the flips, and mm-hmm. I was like, dude, that is a house that I want to hang out in. I know. Like Me the girl too. crew. Like it's it's just a vibe, <sighs> you know. And it's because of them. Like I really have the coolest freaking kids. And they're so good. Oh, I feel like they, I mean, don't get me wrong. They are naughty sometimes. Well, of course. They're babies. They're kids. And they're learning. Yes. And they're testing me and all the things. But they, I lucked out. Like, I think they just know subconsciously, like, mom has a lot on her plate. Yeah. And she's doing the best she can. So we can't be too bad. And she's been through a lot. So we're not going to add Tennessee like, gives pile. me a run for my money, though. Yeah. That one. <laughs> Nellie. <laughs> Nellie is like very disciplined. She knows like all I have to do is give Nellie a look and she's like, oh, sorry, Tennessee. I can give her a look and she's like, uh, she flips me off. Oh my god! I love that. She does not give a flying fuck. And I love that for her because she's going to be the, she's going to do whatever she wants yeah. to do in life. But like being her mom, yeah. I'm like can we just get through? Like we have to cover a few points on how to do life and then go do your thing and but, then you can have it gosh she's she's wild i love that i think their ages remind me of like because their ages were when i was with my kids and i just it's fun and i remember just remembering how like hard it was and mm-hmm. how like how am i ever going to do this and so now that they're older mm-hmm. it is the coolest fucking thing to be a mom like not that it's not cool at that age but it's like all of a sudden you have this human yeah that's like a like an, like grown. an adult grown not an adult you know but like and you see that everything that you did yeah i'm excited worked. for those and it's like i it mean is, you still get to see them i see things all the time yeah i'm like oh my god you did that and that like you probably learned that from me and that's really cool. And that's the coolest part. It's yeah. working. Like yeah. I am doing something yeah. right. Cause there are times where I'm like, Oh my God, am I even, Oh, why I'm not signed or capable. Yeah. It's overwhelming. This. Some days are just so overwhelming that you think like, did I yell at them too much? Uh-huh. Did I put them to bed too early? Or like you only think about everything you did wrong yeah. as a mom. 
and then you see them do something and you're like, okay, I'm not totally yeah. sucking at this. Yeah. I've just learned that since it's just me, I am so honest with my kids. And yeah. there's days, I mean, not so much anymore. Maybe that's a humble brag. I've come a long way. I don't cry a whole lot anymore, but there were days in the beginning, like two or three years ago, two years ago, that I would freaking cry. A song would come on or like I would drive by something that would like pop a memory into my head from like me and their dad and I would just sob. And then I'd be like, oh my God. Or Nellie would say something because she was older and she like about her dad or like, I wish my dad was here and I would just lose it. Yeah. And I would just learned that I had to be honest with them and say like, I'm doing my best. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but like, it's okay to cry. If you get sad, cry. Like, don't hold it in because we are, like, you're going to be dealing with things as a six year old that are going to make you sad. Yeah. They might not be the same level of things as mom, but no matter what, like in life, it's hard and it's okay to cry. And That's really great that you are teaching them that now like about those like emotional boundaries and i like to think so a lot of my family is like you're doing this whole parenting thing so backwards and i'm like i don't give a fuck it feels right i think that everyone will always have an opinion it drives me it's and that's what makes it hard about like the social media world and just so many things is that people always have opinions and they always find that way to like sneak it in Mm. you know and sometimes we like those opinions right and then sometimes those opinions really make us feel less than or like yeah. we're doing something wrong. And it question, so, makes me question everything. Yeah. That's why I'm so proud of like my group of friends, like my circle of girlfriends. Yeah. Is I feel like we all are on the same page. We always just like we're raising our kids the same exact way. I can leave my kids with Max and McKenna yeah. and I know that they're going to do exactly what I would do in a oops, shitty situation mm-hmm. or like a tough situation and like my family is still stuck in like 1950. Yeah. Like, don't talk back to me. Well, and I'm it's, like, bro. It's interesting because there are still people like my kids go to public schools and there are still teachers and, and adults that still behave that way. And mm-hmm. so you are always having to really defend like how you parent your kids or the things that you do. And so that mama bear like vibe gets a little, a little crazier in yeah. places you're in defense mode but it's very important to have like those that circle around you so you can I was just talking to a girlfriend yesterday I'm like you know it's it's hard to have friends that have kids like the same age like I got pregnant when I was so young so all of my friends are either just now having kids mm-hmm. or they don't have any so like I've never really had friends that have kids like the same age as mine because I just accidentally did it first you know like Mm -hmm. and so that is it's important too because you want to be able to call like your best friend and be like yo you'll never guess what happened today because you need that like release you know when it was just me and the boys I didn't have any friends who had kids none yeah and it was I didn't have any friends who'd been divorced I I think had one um and so it can be very seclusive and feel really alone and cause a lot of other issues Mm -hmm. you know so I think that that's it's important to have people in your life that will parent similar, but also be like, dude, come over, bring your kids over, yeah. let our kids play, let's hang out, let's love on each other. Like that's fucking huge, bro. Like it's friends, whether you're an introvert, extrovert, it doesn't matter. You have to have your crew. You do, even whether if it's, it's one crew. Yeah, no, for sure. I I feel like that comes too whenever you're just so unapologetically you absolutely I didn't have any friends when I was married I swear like that's crazy I mean I I had Jordan 
I was just telling you about her. She oh, yeah, her. yeah. Um, she lives in Farmington. God bless her soul. She literally got me through the toughest times. She came later in my marriage, but and she's still very much part of my life. But other than that, like, I just didn't have very many friends. And it's weird. I guess you evolve. And I totally. think your circle and your life evolves always. It's ever-changing. Yeah. I hope I don't ever lose these friends that I have right now because they're prime real estate. Yeah. I lucked out. I think it's interesting because everybody around me is in the stage where they're like, dude, I have the best friends I've ever had in my life right yeah. now. And it's like maybe that's also because like you are giving out what you are getting back to. That's true. I wasn't available five years ago. Like, And I've done some shitty things to friends that I had. Not intentionally. And by shitty means, it things it was like, sorry, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be able to come to dinner tonight or whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't fucking have any money. Yeah. And there were times where I had no fucking emotional capacity. Mm-hmm. But how was I supposed to tell my friend who, you know, was just getting married yeah. and buying a house and I was literally living in a fucking double wide and could not afford to put heat on in my house? Yeah. You know, so I'm emotionally available yep. very differently now. And I get to give all this love to people and like i used to think like man my life is so fucking wild and it's, i am the black sheep of everything always yeah and now i sit down with people literally every fucking sunday and friday i have lived such similar lives and are so amazing now and it's like dude, that's cool as shit and i'm so glad that i didn't meet you six years yeah. ago when i went through my shit because oh, i wasn't absolutely. available like this for you and you weren't available like this for me and everyone else who's listening, like we get to share and help people that are probably knees deep like we were in those times, you know? And it's like, it does get better. Yeah. Not over fucking night. No. But it does. You know, that's so true. And I agree with you to the fullest extent. And I have another thing about social media that is really cool is being open and honest about like your situation and like you are so unapologetically you like I don't feel like you're giving me a different version you're so I'm like damn she is so fucking cool (laughs) I want to be more like her stop um but you attract people that like need that and I have a lot of people that I'd like to think that going through a divorce not only for myself and for my kids but for these women that are just miserable that reach out to me and they're like how do you do it I want to do it yeah. I'm going to delete these messages after I ask you so that my husband doesn't see it, but I want to do it. And I'm like, bitch, you just got to do it. Like, when I think that's that is like the key is that you have to just you just have to rip off jump the and do it and it's You have scary. to realize like are you happy? Yes or no. You have to make a checklist and something that I saw a long time ago was you know, in your put in your calendar that's on your phone. It's already given to you. You don't have to go buy anything. Just literally open up the app the calendar app on your phone after each day put did you have a good day or did you have a bad day and if majority of the days are shitty and bad like something's got to change and for me it wasn't my job it wasn't my like home like where I was living right it was literally nothing other than my marriage every single day like there was probably one or two days in the whole fucking year that were good and I just had to be like what are you doing how do I and change I tell this? people that all the time. Yeah. Like my dad actually gave me a really good piece of advice one time. He was like, you know, I'm not going to give you any advice because in your heart, you know what you need to do. And 
you're just looking for validation from me and I'm not going to give it to you. Oh, I love that. And he's an asshole. My gosh. And he said it That's kind of brilliant. Mean. Yeah. And I, I took it as like, as soon as he said it, I said what I needed to do in my heart. And like a year after that, I was able to just go. And I tell people that literally every single person that asks me, I'll give them my like whatever advice. And then at the end I'll say, but you and your heart know what you need to do. Like you are the only person that knows and you know, right now you're thinking about it. So do that. Do what oh, feels man. right. Yeah. Even if it's hard and life is just hard. Like it's not easy. Just every choose your heart. Single, yeah. yeah. Choose your heart. And like, Kids, too. People, I remember whenever, um, before I had Tennessee, I was so worried about, like, oh, God, do I want more kids? Or, like, do I just want one? Or do I want them to be spaced out? Do I want them close together? And people ask me about the age gap between Nellie and Tenny. And I'm like, you know what? It's fucking hard either way. Just do it when it feels right. Yeah. If it's with the right person, just it's hard. Life is hard. So you might as well just make it hard. And, and be, be happy. happy. Yeah. I think that was the um, – I remember when I was thinking about getting a divorce, you know, I, and I wasn't even married that long. And I had – that's a situation – it was a very different situation. I just remember thinking, like, I'm not going to live like this. And I don't know where that strength came from. I don't know where, like, you know, because we were both raised, like – to think differently. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking like, I'm not going to stay in this marriage because I'm supposed to. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes people think that when women talk about divorce, that it's like glamorizing it. There's nothing glamorous about divorce. And it's hard. Yes. It is fucking terrible. If I could have been married one time and have the 50 year wedding anniversary story, that would be the story that I fucking sign up yeah, for. Yeah, same. But it's not my story. It's not my life. And, and you so, have to realize that yeah. you made decisions at a very young age. And it's okay to say, you know, this is actually, actually is not what I want to do. I like to tell people, like, I try not to focus too much on divorce because I don't ever want to take away from, like, marriage. So I'll just generalize, like, whatever in your life is not making you happy it's okay if you went to law school for however long you have to go to law school for it's like 20 years God. and you decide like actually i kind of want to just be an artist yeah. it's fucking okay because yeah. it's your life who cares if you paid that much money to go who cares if your last five grand great grandpas or whatever were lawyers it yeah. doesn't fucking matter it's your life and like you just the quicker you realize that and the quicker you start living by that the happier you'll be i think we put so much value in what others think about us before oh God, yeah. we put value in what we think about ourselves mm-hmm. we are always so worried about what fucking susie next door is going to think about our life when honestly susie next door has her own fucking shit going on too she doesn't even care she's probably doesn't care until you blast it or you know whatever and so sometimes we have to take that reflection and be like, look, live how you want to live. And they're going to – people are going to talk about you. That's just what fucking small towns yep. do, right? But in two days, they'll be talking about somebody else and they won't even care. And it doesn't matter. That's like matter. my new motto. Dude, yeah. is like, look, let them talk, baby. Give them something good to talk about because in two days, they'll be talking about somebody yeah, else. Yeah, and those are the people you don't want to be around. So it doesn't Absolutely. matter. Yes. Another thing that I love hearing is don't – my dad also said this um, – 
like don't take advice from somebody that you wouldn't want to switch your life with and also don't like hold any weight to things that people are saying from people that you wouldn't want to switch lives with. Dude, I love that. Your dad's got some I know. He's got some good tea. He's real like brutal about yeah, <laughs> the way I, he delivers. Something. I feel like usually people who are super brutal like that have good advice because they've probably been through some shit in their yeah. life. So they have that no, like, table sure. piece to offer. Like, you know, man. Okay, we could literally talk all day. Let's see what our status is. Oh my gosh, an hour. Oh, great. God, I love that for us. Okay, well, let's see. So I've been doing this thing at the end of some of these really fun ones, and we've given a lot of advice here. But here's how we're going to do this. If you could give one piece of advice to the woman who is married that is just scared, and I literally have somebody I'm thinking of in mind that I hope is listening to this. Yeah, me too. If you could tell her what living life the most authentically yourself is like, like the perks of being the best version of yourself and leaving something hard. Like your advice would be, God, that doesn't even make any sense. Like I have 10 things in my, no, in my brain. No, I know what you're saying. Like what is, what is the weight in fucking gold and making a really hard choice? And if that choice is leaving something that you no longer love to be alone and start over with your kids you know, what is that, what is that worth, I guess? Okay. Um, in my head, I wish I had like a quote, but I don't because I'm not that cool. <laughs> but I guess I would probably say a couple things. Number one is the only way out is through. You have got to do the oh, grieving. You have got to put in the work. You cannot just leave the marriage, leave whatever is holding this much weight and just go on to the next thing. And specifically, I'm talking like you cannot leave a marriage and immediately a month later get on a dating app. You have got to literally sit with yourself, cry with yourself, punch a fucking wall. Like you've got to do the work because all three together. Yeah, literally, because the healing that comes after that is so cool. And there's no baggage like I I mean, I don't know because I'm not dating anybody. I don't know what I would be like in a new relationship, but I do feel like I'd be very healthy yeah. and cool and fun to be around. Yeah, because you're, you're that version of yourself now. Yeah, and yeah. another thing is the grass is greener on the other side. You just have to water your own lawn. You have to water yourself and you have Dude, to – Dude, I love that. Yeah, The grass is fucking greener on it the other is. side, I baby. used to think like, oh, my God, I can't be a single mom. I can't, I can't be divorced. That's so yucky and like – not green on that side, but it's actually there's flowers growing too. Dude, it's like dead ass greener. Actually, it's, it's a whole other shade a whole of ass green. Golf course over here. <laughs> oh god. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing. You know, I know it's not easy to talk about all the hard things, but and I also just want people to know that you share things like authentically real, and sometimes it does look glamorous because maybe that day it is very glamorous yeah. with the girls. You know. You just make being a single mom look like it's worth the pain. And so, you know, it's not easy, but you just, you make it look like it's going to be okay. Yeah. But it's also not easy to be married and be unhappy. Totally. Yeah. You Like we said a million times, you just have to pick your heart. And I'm so happy that I picked doing it. Me too. This way. Man, I love that. All right, people. Well. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. It's been fun. Yes. Okay. Goodbye.